Hey everybody, welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen, and as usual, off the top, I want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you for tuning in, downloading, streaming. However you taking my podcast, I appreciate it. Welcome back. Um, I hope you guys liked last week's episode. I'm, I'm trying to do more interviews uh, with my friends. Uh, I love Ian. Uh, yeah, I really hope y'all enjoyed it. So please, if you haven't, check it out. I know sometimes people don't like podcasts where people are typically... Uh, just by themselves, and then they add guests. But check it out, man. I'm, I'm trying to mix it up, trying some different things. Um, my man's going to be huge, so check it out now, man. Trust me, it's, it's a it's a fun talk. It's a good conversation. And, uh, yeah, support your boy, man. Give me those views. Um, all right, so let me jump in because I didn't talk about it. So let me talk about uh, my milestone. For those who don't know, we have a 10-year-old son. His name is Miles, and I like to talk about the different things that are going on in his life. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, sometimes it's nothing. And um, he's still at my parents' house for the summer, and I got to tell y'all, man, he's having so much fun. He's having the time of his life. Uh, He was supposed to be coming home around this time, but he wanted to stay. He has some cousins from Atlanta that are coming. He really wants to see them. Uh, and he was just like, yeah, I want to stay. And he was looking forward to coming back here and going to a friend's party, but he wants to be with his family. And I, I feel like family trumps everything. So he's having a great time down on the trampoline, playing in the water, uh, just, I mean, <laughs> driving his little cousins around in the, in the uh, power wheels. So he's he's really getting to be the big cousin. Uh, I think he's, he sees his position in the family, and, and I think he likes that level of responsibility. You know, because here he's just our little boy. And, yeah, that little dude wears a size six, man. That's crazy. That's almost halfway to my foot. So, actually, yeah, he half half an inch, and he'll be uh, halfway to me at a 13. And, and, I mean, at some point in time, we're probably going to end up fighting. No, I'm kidding. We, I, I hope we don't get to that. <laughs> that point but anyway he's having a great time he's having a lot of fun um he's having a i think he's having one of those memorable summers i think this is i think this is it and i i really like the fact that he's um like he facetimed me the other day he was at my sister's house and they were just jumping around being loud just going crazy and then uh i hear my sister like all right y'all y'all come eat and i'm like that's crazy that's my little sister that's my little sister I used to have dinner with. She used to cry. And here is my son at her house running down the stairs to have dinner with them. So, like, I really wanted him to have uh, memories of hanging out with his aunts and stuff because I did that a lot. I hung out with my aunt all the time, uh, over my cousin's house all the time. So, yeah, it's just, it's just building that relationship with your aunts like I did was something special. So um, yeah, I just I just want him to have the same thing, uh, or the, at least the opportunity to have the same thing that I did that I enjoyed. And I know as parents we can get in trouble with like wanting our kids to experience exactly what we did, and that's not the case. I just really want him to spend time around his family and get him to get spend time around his family and get to know them, and just know what it's like to be in a bigger family dynamic and how it all works and. Yeah. So, but he's having a great time. He's having fun. I really miss him, but I, I, I have to tell myself, and I've been telling myself, he needs this and we need this. 
Me and Bot need the time together, and he needs the time to really discover himself, see his role within the family, see how everything works, just really understanding the relationships between people and kind of seeing like, oh, my dad does that, or I do that. Oh, man, these people look like me. We all have the same type of, you know, we, we feel the same way about things, or we say the things the same way. So I, I think that's really, really important for him because he, he notices little things like that. And I'm, I'm, I'm really, really happy that uh, it's happening for him right now. So, um, all right. So he's doing great. He's doing fine. I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of him. Uh, I love the fact that he's there. So um, I hope y'all enjoyed the interview with Ian. He's gone in Rochester right now. And uh, I know this is a couple of weeks b- uh, behind. And I'm pretty sure people want to know what the whole Che night was like. Um, it was one of the most surreal moments of my comedy career. And I also know people probably want to know how it happened. So, all right. So I was supposed to host that hotbed that weekend. Anyway, the late shows, they do two, they do two paid showcases earlier in the day, just like any other comedy club, like a seven and a nine. And then they have, they have a free show at 1130. And it's been a while since I've hosted a late show. And it's typically something that like newer comics do because it's not i i like doing it it's it's not bad at all but it's not the most glamorous thing to do it's a late show you don't get out till one thirty, and a lot of those guys like they've been working the door and stuff like that so like they've they've been there since six o'clock and they don't get to leave until one you know but they get to host the show they get to do more time uh they get paid and they get to practice hosting. So it's something that I, I feel like I've paid my dues on, but I, I feel like I haven't done it in a while, and I want to just kind of get back to my roots. I feel like when you when you do that, you kind of you th- there's a connection uh, that you um, that you sometimes you got to re-strengthen in any in any type of like uh, uh, biz, business or, vent or 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 man, what am I trying to say? It's just one of those things where, where like, if you're in a, in a career and you kind of move off from something and uh, sometimes you, you go, you know what, I need to go back to, like, the beginning stages to kind of get my mojo back, to get that fire, to get that feeling, you know. Uh, it's kind of kind of the same thing, kind of like getting back in the gym a little bit or doing your old football workouts or some shit like that, you know. Uh, you know how dudes do that shit. Uh, so... I'm supposed to host those late shows Friday and Saturday. And it's funny because some of the like younger comics are like, why are you doing that? Why would you want to do that? And I'm like, it's just something I haven't done in a while. And I really feel like <clears throat> I miss it and I want to do it. So my boy TJ calls me on, uh, I want to say Wednesday. And he goes, oh man, I see that Che's going to be at Hotbed on Saturday and Sunday. And I think he's messing with me because he knows that I'm hosting the shows. I'm like, ah, oh, for real, for real. Yeah, that's that's funny. He goes, nah, he really is. Go, go check. So I go to face, I go to Instagram, and sure enough, he's he's gonna be there. And I'm like, damn, that's cool. And it kind of sucks because I wanted to host the shows, but it's we're gonna get to see Jay. So you know, we talk about it for a minute. So I, then I end up uh, texting Sean Joyce, who is the uh, manager, owner, booker of How Bad Comedy Club. I go, hey man, I'm 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 assuming that you probably won't need me on Saturday since Shay is gonna be there. And he goes, Hey man, I'm sorry, it's just busy. I'm I'm dealing with his people. 
You know, they just kind of sprung this on me uh, yesterday. So actually, this was this was Thursday. I go, you're not going to need me on Saturday. He goes, probably not. He goes, they just sprung this on me on yesterday, which was Wednesday. He goes, it's crazy. I don't know anything. I go, hey, man, it's cool. I go, the fact that we get to see Che at Hotbed, is, that's good enough. I'm completely fine w- with that, man. I, I, I understand. Of course, uh, we, y'all going to cancel the entire show for Che. Because Che's going to do the 11.30 on Saturday, which I was supposed to host. That's that's gone. So it's not even in my mind that I'm going to be on the show. I, I've 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 met Che a couple of times, but and I've never seen him by himself. So I so I'm assuming that he's bringing an entire crew of people with him because I've never known him to not travel with somebody. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, it's cool, man. Not even thinking about getting on, just thinking about, hey, I'm at least gonna get to see him. Now, there's been a few times she's come to DC, uh, especially with Sean in the past, and uh, something happens. Like, uh, he came to the D.C. Comedy Festival a couple of times. And each each time I was on the festival the night before, but I was going back home to Rochester for something. Then, the, like, that next day, and that's when Che was going to be there. That happened two years in a row. So, yeah. I'm, so, I'm like, finally, I'm going to get to see him in D.C. at a smaller venue. Um Actually, you know what? I saw him at Hot, no, at Hot Bed, at um Big Hunt one time. Him and uh, Michelle Wolf came through a couple years, a few years ago, and yeah, I remember like really trying hard to impress both of them, and they did not pay attention, and my set didn't go well. And that was something else I, I told my. I, that's something I told myself. I go, all right. You know what? I'm skipping ahead. Let me let me back up. I'm sorry. I'm I'm going I'm going too fast. So Sean goes, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Sorry, man. I go, hey, it's cool. We're getting to see Jay. That's all that really matters. I, I totally get it. So the next day, later that day, he goes, hey, man, I'm going to see if I can get you on the show. I go, dude, that would be great. But, hey, I understand. It's no big deal. He texts me the next day. He's like, hey, I got you on Saturday night, 1130, maybe Sunday. I'm not really sure, but definitely Saturday. And I'm like, oh, shit. And that's when I tell myself, okay, I've tried to impress this dude before. It didn't work. My set didn't go as well because I was not focused on what I was doing. I was trying to get his attention, which I always know is not the right thing to do. It's very amateur. And like I tell other dudes, like, what do you think they're going to do? Oh, my God, come come right for SNL. Come have my job. Come fuck my girlfriend, Michelle Wolf. Come come, come, come with me on the road. Come here's, here's 50,000. No, that's not going to happen. That's likely not going to happen. So just focus on doing the best that you can. So I'm super excited. It's going to be a busy, crazy-ass weekend. So I got Che on Saturday, and I'm also on the showcases at the Improv. So it's going to be a long, busy day. All right. So Friday comes around. I do my shows at the Improv. You know my man Ian Lara. He's at the he's at the Improv as well in the main room. He's letting me do. He's a letting a letting. <laughs> he's letting me do uh, guest spots in the main room, and it's him, my boy uh, Sahib Singh, and Ashley Mayo, my homie from DC. Very very funny uh, DC comic. 
Uh, so that's a that's a great lineup. So it's me, Winston, uh, Marty Litwack. He goes by another name, but I'm gonna butcher it, so I'm just gonna say Marty. Uh, Mariatsu, I can't think of it to be honest. I I, I really can't. Um, Marty, uh, Stephen Chen, and the Dale Dunlap, young funny comics. He was hosting. So uh, yeah, shows go well on Friday. A lot of people don't like the lounge, but the shows go well on Friday. The shows in in uh, the main room go well. It's got a great crowd. It's a lot of fun. I get up Saturday. It's Shay Day. Um, I'm just I'm just excited, man. I'm really I'm I'm really excited. But I know I have to knock out the two shows at the Improv. I go. That's my bread and butter this this weekend. They're the ones that's paying me. You know, uh, the most of my money this weekend. That's my main focus. But in my mind, I'm like the chase shows. <laughs> the chase show in my mind. That's the biggest thing. So me and Ian have we have uh, lunch that day. We have a good talk. We record the podcast. Come back to the room. I relax. I chill. Get my set and stuff ready to go. And then uh, head to the improv. Uh, both shows go well. And I'm a little nervous on the late show because the night before the late show started a little late and I got to hot bed at 1132 and it's Saturday. And I'm like, I cannot have this happen. So I'm nervous. I'm trying to like see if I can go earlier in the show. And they're like, Hey, look, you just can't change anything. And I'm like, you know what? It's all going to work out. I got to just relax and chill. I'm going to get there in time. Sure enough. I get there in time and the line is just, buzzing with energy it's out the door it's down the block people are so so excited you can just you can just feel the energy it's it's palpable and like i I get to do one of my favorite things in comedy and that is walking through the line i love pushing through the line that's one of my favorite things to do i don't know why but i love to say excuse me excuse me excuse me i need to get in getting in and going back stage i don't know what it is but i love that feeling so I push through the line and um, I get downstairs and I see Ty Davis. It's uh, Sean Joyce and it's a few other comics that are working out of the room. And nobody's really in the green room. So I'm like, oh, shit, he might be here already. Uh, okay. And people are just kind of weird. There's, a, there's some weird energy. And then uh, so I go up to Sean and he introduces me to this young uh, young black woman. Her name is Kiana. She's Che's assistant. And she is running a tight ship. She was like, you're doing this, you're doing that. Uh, Mike's going to be doing this. Michael, Michael's going to be doing this. He's not here yet. You know, just she just on top of her ship. So, yeah, I get in the green room. He's he's not in there. But one thing that is funny about working with people like Che and I, is like Hot Bad really didn't have a green room. It was just like another uh, bar area that was closed off with a little curtain and that's where they keep all the extra chairs and shit like that uh it's like a bar bar back there there's a couple bathrooms sort of comics but it's not anything nice it's literally just stacks of chairs and a couple of stools and a bar that no one's even using so i go back there and all the chairs are gone there's a nice couch there's a coffee table there's a couple other little picnic tables with cloths on them with uh it's got the reposado on there it's got fiji waters it's got chips and stuff and i'm like damn like that's what it takes to get shit done sometimes it's like you need that celebrity drop in to go oh i need to get this green room finished you know because like 
it wasn't a priority for Sean, and I'm not complaining. I, I, I love Hot Bet. I love Sean. That guy's been great to me. But it's just funny how, like, uh, sometimes your, your hand gets forced into doing things a lot quicker than you wanted to. I mean, like with me and Bob, having Miles. I, we, weren't on plan, we weren't planning on having a child at that moment. Like, we still had moving boxes in the living room. And she was just like, hey, I'm pregnant. And I was just like, shit, I got to get a new couch. I got to get a desk. I got to, yeah, he, he made me grow up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, um, it was, it was a lot of energy in that room. And it, 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 it was, it was hectic. Like when you're working with somebody like that famous, it can get pretty crazy. Uh, apparently, like people were upset about the yonder bags. So, and this is like, but you saw it when you got the ticket now you want to keep the phone it's just come on man you knew what the rules were but i think people were just really really worried about not getting a seat because it's such a small place so like uh you know she gives us a rundown of the show of, of what we're doing uh and when i see ty i go okay i'm definitely opening this show i'm not middling on this show you know i don't think che would ever go woman man man on the show and Ty is a beast. He's really, really funny. And uh, to be honest, a lot of times I don't like following her. <laughs> she's uh, she's she's uh, she's not a she's not an easy follow. Uh, I look, I love a challenge, but sometimes you're like, God damn it, I gotta figure out how to shift this 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 energy into something I could use. You know, because she's like a she's just a, like a, a a really like energetic black woman. People really like her. She really gets the crowd going. And, like, when she's doing her thing, it's just like that's what they want to hear. And here I come, a man, <laughs> after following Ty Davis, after shitting on us, uh, talking about how she <laughs> – not in a bad way because I'm not one of those dudes. I'm not one of those dudes that get mad about that type of shit. But she does talk shit, a, a lot of shit about men and relationships. It's really funny. And it's just hard being, like, a guy after that because now you got to win the crowd back after uh, being made fun of for, like, 20 minutes. So it, it can be tough. Uh, but I was like, yeah, this is this is going to be a great show. This is going to be a great show. So uh, we're all in the back waiting and stuff, and they start letting people down, and you can hear that the music is going. Uh, you can hear people talking and stuff, and uh, Che's still not there. And it's it's about 11.30. She goes, hey, look, we just got to get this going. You're going to do 10.15. She's going to do 10.15. And I told Ty, I go, hey, I'm going to stick closer to like the 10-minute mark. Right. I go, if I get a big laugh after 10 minutes, I go, I'm done. I go, I'm bringing you up. That way they're hot. They're not tired because I have to keep that in mind, too. It's a late show. I know people are excited, but it's also going to be almost midnight. So I go, let me make this short and sweet. Get in here. Do my thing. Get them riled the fuck up. Get them happy and bring up Ty. And uh, so the show, they're ready to go. It's, it's, it's go time. Uh, Sean goes up. He does his thing. He introduces me. I go up. I mean, I, look, I can just tell this crowd. This crowd is ready. Everybody is just buzzing with energy. And the thing is, so was I. And I had to let them know. I go, look, I'm on the show, and I'm probably more excited about this than you are. So let's everybody just chill. We're gonna have a good time. This is gonna be fun. You, you, our phones are away. Just accept it. Just own the moment. And let's have a great fucking time. And after that, 
It was just every joke just hit. It was just boom, boom, boom. It was so much fun. Uh, I wasn't thinking about, is he hearing this? Is he seeing me? I was just like, let me go up here and have a great time. Let me go up here and try to shut this shit the fuck down. Show them I belong on this show. That I'm a great comedian. And I had one of the best sets of my life. It And it turned out uh, I did 23 minutes. And I'm up there like I haven't seen a light. I'm kind of panicking a little bit. I'm kind of panicking because I'm like, I do not want to go over on this show. I don't. I do not want to do it. I had a, the issues with the Neil thing recently. And even at the improv, I went over by a couple of minutes because I'm doing a longer bit. So it, it's just I'm I'm, uh, I'm, I'm adjusting uh, to the time again because I'm, I'm changing up how I'm doing my jokes. So I got to get back on my uh being more conscious about my time and how long my jokes are running because i'm so used to doing shorter jokes um and i'm i'm kind of nervous but i'm like i didn't see anything that was obviously a light for me so i just keep going and i finally see a light and i go okay i didn't do anything wrong I didn't go over my time. I go, that's obviously like the light. I didn't see anything like that before. I'm good. And I told myself, okay, I'm in the middle of this bit. It's doing very well. As soon as this is over, I'm wrapping this shit up. I wrap the shit up. The closer does great kills. I get off stage. I get them. I mean, I get them nice and hyped for uh, Ty Davis. I bring her up and she right off the bat is just murdering. And I go in the back back into the green room and uh, as I walk in I'm, I'm you know just looking around and I see Che in the back and he's just pacing back and forth classic Che he's got a dope ass hoodie on it was I think it was a dap hoodie I think the dapper Dan Gap uh collab he had the dap hoodie on Che with the uh, he had on the you know the, the fitted hat broke off a little bit to the left hood on skinny jeans dope sneakers classic Che and he's just pacing back and forth and Kiana is there, and she's just like, hey, you did a great job, and, you know, uh, uh, you know, Tay is going to go up after her. And uh, so I stay back there just for a minute. I don't talk to him. He's obviously in the zone. I don't want to bother him at all. But I, I also just need to come down from my uh, from me being on stage. And I don't want to go back out there while she's up there and and be a distraction to anybody as I'm trying to get a seat. So I just give her – you know, seven, eight minutes. She's out there. She's killing. Uh, I don't even, I don't think I got on my phone or anything. I was just kind of sitting there like, man, that was crazy. That was so much fun. Uh, and then she goes, uh, all right, well, I'm going to go lighter in a few minutes. So I go out there. I get me a seat. Ty is just fucking killing, man. She's killing. Um, I run back in. I asked Che what he wanted for his intro. He goes, nothing, man. Just keep it simple. That's the only thing I say to him. I go, hey, cool, man. So I get Ty off. She kills. And now it's time to introduce the man of the hour. You know, I make sure I give it up for Ty. I let him die down a little bit. And I kinda, I'm kind of, i kind of like, all right, everybody, this, is, this man really needs no introduction. He's the reason why we're all here. Uh, let's have a great time. Everybody put your hands together. We've seen him on Netflix. But most of all, we all know him from SNL. Put your hands together for Michael Che. And, like, they go apeshit. But, like, even before I'm done with the intro, he's already, like, wanting to get on stage and shit. So I shake his hand, and that's it. It was it was great. 
he went for about an hour it was um it was it was dark shit it was funny stuff he he was like to see him kind of like he's fearless but to see him in the process of like man should i really be saying this shit and saying it and dealing with the consequences and like just exploring weird dark things and it was it was a lot of fun to watch somebody uh at that level watching that motherfucker cook was great we've all we've all seen che present the meal but watching this motherfucker in the kitchen is is great it's a mess it's a fucking mess and and it's great and it gave me so much confidence it made me feel like i was on the right track it it made me feel like hey man when you up there experimenting you're doing nothing wrong it doesn't matter if you make people mad uh it doesn't matter if you make people laugh sometimes uh it's okay if people get sad it's okay if people get upset it's just like you cooking right now we're trying to figure this shit out and sometimes i can be hard on myself when i'm doing that i'm like oh this ain't comedy where am i where else am i gonna try this shit and watching this man go up there and i'm not saying he failed at all but just watching him go up with stuff that like he knew people weren't gonna be on on board with was was great and just just watching him his classic chase style man just sitting there back against the wall hat broke off just slowly walking through things uh he talked to people it was it was really really dope um he was only according to him he was only supposed to do about uh 30 40 minutes but he ended up doing like an hour and the only thing i will say about the set is it didn't end on the high it wasn't bad it just didn't end like a comedy show normally ended and him being such a comic he he was like you can tell he was like, ah, I can't have it in like this. And he goes, yeah, I want more comedy. And everybody was still so into it that like, uh, they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, are there any comics in the room? And I'm thinking, oh shit, I'm about to get to go up with Che here. Cause I did see another microphone like coil up on the side. I go, oh shit, I might get, I might get to you know, go up and do some bumping mics type shit. Cause he goes, the show's been over like 25 minutes ago, man. He's like, I just, you know, I want to come out here and, and try some things. And, and he was really cool about telling everybody to like, hey, make sure y'all come out and support this club. Not only when people like me show up for stuff like this, but this is where like comedy is made. He goes, the comics that work here don't realize how dope this is. Like he was like, I miss this shit. Like this is this is why I, this is what I miss the most about comedy. And like to hear him say that and say he wanted to come back was great. But. He goes, do y'all want more comedy? Go, yes. I'm thinking I'm getting to go up with him. He goes, are there any more comics? He goes, yeah. He goes, again, because I'm done. And uh, I go, yeah, I'm over here. And a couple other guys, he goes, oh, I'm here, I'm here. And he goes, Sean, you know, any comics here? He goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, well, bring somebody up, man, because I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm pretty much done here. And then uh, he says one more thing. And I go, because I wasn't supposed to get him off stage. He was supposed to just close the show and that be it. He goes, uh, yeah, he's like, yeah, just, uh, you know, just have somebody come up. And then uh, he goes, Winston, he goes, he goes, just have the host bring him up. Just have the host bring him up. And uh, I got to say, this is probably the dopest part of the show. Watching watching Che was absolutely amazing. Getting to open for this dude was incredible. But having one of my best friends, a dude that uh, 
We've been through so much together. We literally have done comedy around the world, even though it's just the Bahamas. We still done around the world. We've done so many bad shows at breweries, bars, clubs, just to one person, two people, nobody. Just week after week of just my mic here in Charlottesville, nobody being there. I mean, just hours in the car together. And Winston got this spot because he invested in himself. A while back, Winston was like, I need some new equipment. I'm trying to upgrade my shit. He got a new camera. He got a new Zoom recorder so he can up his quality of his um of it of the stuff that he's putting out of his content and everybody knew he had this new stuff and they wanted somebody to come in and record and the fact that everybody knew winston had got this new stuff that put him in the position when they go hey we need somebody to record sound for this chase show they go hey winston you got some new stuff won't you come and record for us so when nobody else really got to see the show one he got to he got some experiences at, at learning how to do sound he had never done that before he goes i gotta learn how to do that shit i remember the night before because we were on the improv showcases together he goes i gotta go find out what model they have and learn how to hook that shit up he goes so when i go there tonight i'm gonna take pictures and i'm gonna watch some stuff on youtube he didn't even know what he was doing didn't even know what he's doing matter of fact he said that on thursday that he was going to go down there so he could do it friday he didn't want to do it the night before he said that on thursday I gotta, I gotta figure this out because he's like, I, the fact that I'm just, I'm getting to do it is it, just crazy. So, so sorry, I digress. He goes, bring up, uh, yeah, just have the host bring him up. So I go off, I, I get Che off stage, and uh, I get to introduce my boy Winston Hodges, man, and it was, it was really, really dope. And it was one of these cases of like, we always tell comics, yo, just be ready, man. You never know when you're going to have to go up before or have to follow or, you know, what show you might end up on. And this is one of those cases. After watching Che kill for an hour, Michael Che, one of the hottest comics in America, one of the most controversial, one of the most secretive. He's not really even on social media. And he's the co-head writer for one of the most for the biggest one of the biggest comedy institutions in america snl i mean he's a a huge star and to have to follow him after doing an hour it's it's crazy so i get to bring up one of my best friends man and to watch him go up there and and do well after che it was absolutely insane that was the best part of that night was getting to bring him up on stage man and then to watch him do well up there after Che it was again, I, I I know I said it twice, but it was it was amazing to watch, and it was it, and I, and it was amazing that I got to share with one of my best friends. It was just one of those nights where where everything lined up. I just happened to be booked to host those late shows. It got canceled. I don't know if I would have been on the show. I don't think I don't think I would have gotten the call to go. Hey man. Could you do this? I, I think it, it just, it was one of those things of like, because Che is such a comic. He he thinks about that type of shit. I think it was a case of like, oh man, was somebody on the show, they lost out on money? Is he funny? Or are they funny? All right, put him on. I think that's that's kind of what it was. Well, Kiana did say she did. She watched my stuff and she liked it. So they did have to approve me. And that's something else too, comics. And look, I don't have a big following at all. I don't. I struggle with being consistent and, and putting stuff up there. But she says seeing the, the clips that I had is, is what helped her out. 
So you can't listen to anybody about, oh, don't put crowd work, don't do that. You got to wait. You, you, just put content up there. You, you just don't know who's looking at it. And the thing is, they are looking at it. They look at your shit. So we put it up there for a reason. We just don't know who's looking at it. And that's why they say you got to put your best foot forward because you don't know who's looking at it. You don't. Um, but overall, it was a great experience, man. I had so much fun. Uh, afterwards, uh, me and Winston, he, he drove me back to the hotel. We we talked about it. It was it was just crazy. Uh, no, I didn't get a picture with Che. I, I didn't really get to talk to him at all, really. I just listened to him and, and Sean talk about some things afterwards, but I thanked him for having me. He thanked us for doing the show. I told him I liked everything that he, he did. I thanked Kiana for having me. I appreciated her uh, uh, her professionalism and her having me as well. I thanked Sean. And uh, me and we and Winston just giggled like schoolgirls back to the hotel, man. But it was just a surreal night. I think I, I stayed up to like 5 o'clock that morning. I ordered uh <laughs> I ordered some Middle Eastern food and I just kind of sat there and just thought about what happened. It was uh it was a surreal moment in my career, man. And even like the the next day it didn't seem real for the next few days it it didn't even seem real. Just the way everything went down. It was just so fast and just like uh, it was just it was great. It it didn't seem real, man. Uh but uh yeah. Absolutely amazing moment, man. It was, uh, I got to share with one of my best friends in comedy. I got to do it in one of the uh, hottest clubs in D.C. with one of the hottest uh, comics in America. And I really couldn't ask for more. It did light a fire under me. It let me know, man, just keep fucking plugging away. Stop comparing yourself to everybody else. Uh, but just know you're at a, a point in your career. You have to really, really focus you really got to work hard because I, I I got an uphill battle against me. And uh, I, I I know it's daunting to do the things that I want to do. I really got to get on, get on the, uh, I got to be on the ball and I, I, I'm I'm trying to get it rolling. It's, it's small right now, but I, I got to get that motherfucker rolling. I got a lot of ideas cooking. And uh, the thing is, I just can't have those ideas. I got to, I got to push those ideas forward until it gets the momentum and it just picks up speed. So that that's what I'm doing right now. I'm just, I'm I'm pushing a bunch of shit uphill and uh yeah. But I'm enjoying it. And uh make sure you guys come out and see me July 27th at the Southern. If you're in this area, all right? July, September 29th and 30th I'll be at Cap City. And I'll be in Indianapolis at the uh, Indy Helium sometime in november and i'll be in raleigh for new year's i'll get more details for those later on it's july 6th so um <laughs> those are those are all ways away but if you're in the Charlottesville area uh please come out and see me july 27th at the southern i got a whole new hour i'm really excited about it i'm talking about love life loss uh my childhood uh, parenthood, all types of shit. I'm really ready to, to start digging into my life. I'm I'm done being afraid, talking about that shit. Uh, I'm ready. And I need y'all to hear it. I want to make it really, really good for y'all. Uh, I got some big plans for 2024. And make sure you guys follow me on all things social media. Don't forget to like and subscribe. I'm out of here. Peace, everybody. <laughs>